Scott McLaughlin joining us here in the Freak Nation. Last time we had him in here was over the summer as he was kicking ass uh, with some iRacing, e-racing, whatever the hell the kids are calling it nowadays. But now uh, the big news is, of course, he's signed with Penske to go IndyCar Series racing for the 20, hopeful 2021 season. He's hanging out in Phoenix this weekend for the NASCAR races, and he joins us now here in the Freak Nation. And uh, Have people stumbled over your last name yet, meaning McLaughlin or McLaughlin? <laughs> Well, g'day guys, but yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, it's unbelievable. Now I've, I've had some serious name calling, um, the last, last, uh, probably two, three weeks since I've been in the state. Um, but yeah, it's McLaughlin. So try and remember the, the Glock part and you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true because, I mean, first of all, English is the strangest freaking language in the history of mankind. Yep. It, yep. McLaughlin is spelt like McLaughlin, so you can't blame us folks for tripping over your last name. Oh, yes, he can. Oh, no, no, trust me. It happens in Australia as well. So it's um, it's one of those things where it's just, yeah, it's a bit of a weird one, but, uh, yeah, it makes me stand out, I guess. Well, just go, just go by Glock. Ooh, I don't know. That's a, that's got a gun connotation. You might not want that, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, probably that. You're probably right. Yeah. <laughs> well, whatever makes people remember it, and then okay, then they'll remember how to pronounce it. Guns are blazing with Glock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's right. That's right. All right. So you, you're hanging out in Phoenix this weekend. You saw yourself in an Xfinity Series race yesterday. Of course, the the Cup race uh, earlier today. Uh, what's your take on watching these uh, big horsepower engines on an oval? And I, and I say that with a dude that raced some big time horsepower uh, over in Australia. Uh, supercars. With, with a supercar series. What's your take on uh, NASCAR? Uh, well, firstly, I have tremendous amount of respect for what these guys do um, over here. You know, it's, it's uh, absolutely um, the way that they, that they wheel the cars and, and, and change up their lines and being able to watch that the last few days um, at Phoenix, seeing how, you know, one guy will go low and another guy will go high and he finds the grip and a spotter will tell him. And it's so much, and this is what people in Australia don't understand about oval racing. It's it's a little bit more than just turning left twice. It's it's the way that you got to feel the car and drive the car is so cool and and something that, um, you know, I'm really excited to, you know, have a crack at that in the Indy car. Yeah, it'd be a little bit different to sort of well in a stock car around, but um, at the same time, the principles are very much the same. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to you know have my my chance at the Oval as well. Scott, don't call me Glof McLaughlin. Joining us here in the Freak Nation, and you talked about how you want to kind of show people in Australia oval racing is not just about turning left twice. Well, you've tested the oval in Indianapolis, the big mega oval, and in an Indy car. Tell us about that experience and how that can translate to your fans overseas. Yeah, that was that was one of the best days ever. Um, you know, I'd never. I think the fastest I've ever gone is about one eighty five mile an hour, and uh, you know, so the rookie orientation, your first sequence for that is is took a five to two ten. So by far, I'd gone the fastest I've ever been before, <laughs> and then uh, and then you know, you sort of go up your next stage, two ten to two fifteen, and then two fifteen plus, and say what you know, two hundred and eighteen, two nineteen mile an hour average speed around the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, and just holding it flat and and just turning in and, and hoping that you know the car sticks to the ground. It's uh, it's the closest thing I've ever felt to being a superhero. <laughs> Something that I've never, I've never. Uh, it's very hard to explain. It's just that you feel like you're in a fighter jet. It's just. Uh, a, a phenomenal feeling, um, and and something that I can't wait to get out with you know thirty two other cars and have a have a massive crack at it. It'd be awesome. 
We've heard other drivers, whether it's IndyCar or drag racers or heck, even NASCAR drivers as well, just talk about how when you are so focused in the cockpit and you're going so fast, somehow things outside seem to slow down for you. Did you get that feeling? Yeah, you do. I think, you know, you have a sense of speed that initially that you, when you hit the track, it's, it's wow, this is fast. And then it's probably two, two laps in. It's like, okay, this is not that bad. You know, you get, you get acquainted with it. And then I think, you know, it's, it's unfortunately, it's not until you crash that you realize, geez, I actually was going pretty fast. <laughs> so it's, um, it's certainly, uh, you know, for sure. I think I couldn't imagine what that place is going to feel like when I've got sort of 300,000 people staring down, you know, staring down on us. Um, it would almost make the place feel a bit smaller and, it's um you know it, it's gonna be a, a really cool experience to hit the Indy 500 there and you know doing those speeds is something that I've never done before and I'm really excited to, to race at those speeds. Well, right now we're just talking ovals. Obviously, the IndyCar series being a little bit of everything, road courses, street circuits. But is there anything? Let's get back to Phoenix. Is there anything that you can learn from the stock car guys today with Team Penske that translates to IndyCar that you know of? Maybe in talking to even Jimmy Johnson this weekend, anything that translates? Uh, it's hard because I've been I, I struggle to see the guys because you know you're sort of uh, not allowed to go in the pits and stuff, but. Um, you know, I think for me, just watching the way that they, they, they talk to their spotters, you know, NASCAR do a fantastic job with allowing the fans to listen in on radios. And basically, everyone's obviously got a headset at the racetrack. And I was, I was tuning in to, to, Joey's, uh, to Joey's radio there. Um, and, and it's certainly a, a very cool thing to like listen in and see how he communicates to TJ and everyone, which is, which is awesome. So did you guys not have spotters with supercars? No, so we just run the. We just have the engineer um, basically talking to us, but we we basically do everything off mirrors and hoping that the guy isn't there when we turn in. So it's, that's something that I'm going to have to get used to for sure. Yeah, but hold on a second. That's huge. Something you'll have to get used to. Okay, maybe that's one way of looking at it. On the other side of things, you already have a better feel for the car than some of the drivers out there that are already full time. So that can only help you moving forward, I would think. Yeah, I think it's a it's a uh, nice to have known what it's like racing and and understand the feel of the cars and stuff like that um, wheel to wheel uh, without sort of listening to someone sort of telling you where you are. So your your situational awareness, I guess you, you call it, it, it's really good. And then when you have a spotter, it's just the guy, an eye in the sky. So yeah, um, yeah, I'm. I'm I'm pretty good friends with TJ Majors, so I'm twisting his arm to maybe uh, come and do my Indy 500 plus to the 600 that, on that same day. It'd be pretty cool. <laughs> wow. Dro- <laughs> dropping the bomb right there. Scott McLaughlin, IndyCar Series pilot for Penske uh, for 2021, already firing shots over the bow. You're wanting to do the Coca-Cola or whatever the hell they're going to call it, 600, and the Indy 500 in one day. Bro, just settle you? down, Wait, man. is it you or TJ? Oh, no. I don't want to do it. Yeah. I'm, saying, I'm, I'm saying I want TJ to do yeah. it with me. I'm doing. I'm going to do the one five hundred for sure. But I'd love to. I'd love to have TJ spotting. <laughs> Keep the headlines low for me, can you? Man, <laughs> all of a sudden you just you you've got a set of brass balls the size of New Zealand saying you want to run the double. Holy smokes! Yeah, this just in. Scott McLaughlin will be starting at Monaco and then fly to Indianapolis. Dream big, dream big, dream yeah. exactly. <laughs> Speaking of dreaming big, when you got yourself in, inside a what we called back in the day go karts or karting, uh, way back in the day for you was Scott Dixon your idol? Yeah, certainly. He oh, there was a guy named Greg Murphy who was a, a big 
a stock car driver in, in Australia and New Zealand, and he was a, a Kiwi that raced over there. So he was a big idol of mine. And then there was Scott Dixon, who was really taking on the world and, and America. And um, yeah, he, he's he, he's a tremendous guy, uh, someone I look up to, and a lot of people in New Zealand look up to. He's such a uh, awesome role model for us all, and the way he, you know conducts himself and um, how he was with the fans and everything and what he's done on the racetrack. It's just crazy. So, um, yeah, he's a, he was certainly an inspiration for me and probably why I fell in love with America racing, uh, American racing. Uh, you know, I think, you know, Formula One was always there, but there was never really a Kiwi or, you know, New Zealander or Australian in there until I was sort of a little bit older. So when I was younger, you know, watching, you know, Dixon when he come across in you know, 2001, he, I think he got his first race win and, and he joined Ganassi in 2003 and, and something that, you know, always kept an eye on his career and got up and watched Indy 500. So it, it was really cool, really cool. Was it more watching Scott Dixon or watching a Mark Webber or somebody else? No, I certainly watched um, Scott because in New Zealand, it's actually the the indie, indie car races were on at a better time for myself. So oh. normally when I was waking up to go to school on a Monday, um, you know, the race was happening in, in America on, on, on the Sunday. So I was able to watch that before I went to school. So that was where Formula One was in the middle of the night. So it was always difficult. And you always, I guess, because I'm from New Zealand, it's sort of you know, one of those deals where you sort of, uh, you, you feel a bit more attached to Scotty just because he's a Kiwi. Heck yeah. Scott McLaughlin, IndyCar Series pilot for Roger Penske for 2021, joining us here in the Freak Nation, spending some time out at Phoenix Raceway for the NASCAR championship this weekend. You look at New Zealand, Australia, and you've been in the States just for a little bit. How do Kiwis and Aussies look at motorsports versus the Americans looking at motorsports? Can you, can you tell any difference in it yet? In regards to the fans or the, or the, or the drivers, just how we how we look at we have so many damn sports here in America, yeah, you know. Yep. Uh, so we've we're spread thin when it comes to being a fan of sport. So, and I I I don't know about New Zealand. Of course, we could talk rugby and Australian rules football and cricket and so forth. But how do how do you guys look at motorsports versus not just drivers but fans? versus Americans. Can you detect any difference yet? Um, I think the, the amount of racing you can do here is is awesome. And, and um, I guess the budgets of the teams are higher uh, because the, the sponsorship dollars here in America is a lot higher. So you're able to race more, go to a lot more different tracks. The country is so big that yeah, there's a lot more um, tracks for us to go visit. Um so for me, growing up, um, you know, American racing was you know, really the pinnacle, um, you know, as much as everyone talks about Formula One and whatever, but I, I just had a, a, a fascination for America and how you guys do it. And what I love about America, too, is you celebrate people that go good. You, you, know, you look at Jimmy Johnson this weekend and, and um, you know, seven-time champ and, and, and the way that everyone got around him and celebrated, you know, the 48 and stuff, it's really refreshing. In Australia, Australia, we we battle with it's a it's a it's a syndrome they call it. It's called the tall poppy syndrome. So everyone just you know really hates on the guy that's winning all the time and really loves an underdog, which is not bad sometimes when you're the underdog. But when you get to the top, it, it can wear you down a fair bit. And what I love here is you know the sport fans you know celebrate um, 
celebrate, you know, people that are doing something good and people that a team that's, you know, at the top of their game, not not necessarily bringing them down. And that's something that I really appreciate about the American fans. Not saying that we don't do it in Australia. You know, not everyone's like that, but I think, you know, that's what really sets it out differently for me. Looking at it um, at the fans wise, for sure. Well. Americans can be a little weird, though. I mean, ask Jimmy Johnson at the next test, because I know you guys can't talk much during this weekend because of COVID-19 rules. But ask him at the next test. He was not really liked when he was winning all those championships. Yeah, I can can get that. I mean, it's always (laughs) going to be somewhere. But I I just feel like a bit more celebration here in America. That's what I feel like. Got it. So how's the move going? Before we let you go, we got to know, is Ikea treating you well? Are the electronic stores treating you well? Oh, it's. Everything. Best Buy is my favorite store. One of my favorite stores. Best in, uh, Bed Bath & Beyond, I love. It's, it's, uh, it's, I was in there for hours. Um, Lowe's, uh, like Menards, all that sort of stuff. It's like, uh, all the all the, the part stores you can handle, it's unbelievable. So, uh, no, I'm, I'm really, uh, really enjoying it. Um, you know, we've got our couch coming in now. Our apartment's still very bare, but... You know, I've still got I've got all my um you know my gaming equipment and, and much to this this uh the dislike of my wife but um yeah everything everything's good. <laughs> well, I remember making Simon Pagano sing the Menards jingle. Can you sing it yet? I mean, it's kind of a Penske requirement. No, to be honest, I actually have no idea. I've, I've got to learn all that stuff. <laughs> I'm being <laughs> Save honest. Save <laughs> big money at Menards. Wow. There you go. I'll learn it. I promise. Next time I'm on the show, I'll sing it for you. All right. All right. So, have you had the, the the typical American meal yet? Well, it's funny on Twitter, everyone's sort of like telling me where to go, and if I have all these meals, I'm not going to be sitting in the IndyCar next next year. But I think um, Waffle House is my next thing. Ah. Um, <laughs> in and Out Burger, I've had. Yes. Uh, but yeah, Cookout. There's a few other places I've got to go check out. So I'm I'm um, I'm pretty excited. Me and Jason Newgarden are going to go. Go to uh, Waffle House next time we have a test. Bam. Joseph. <laughs> hey, I, I can't get out of this interview. I, I'm curious. You are part of the m- millennial crowd, right? You're, you're 20. How old are you? 27? 27. 27? Whatever. Yeah. yeah, you're still part of the millennial crowd. Do you guys give a damn about the All Blacks in New Zealand? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, when, you, when you grow up in New Zealand, you either want to be – an all black or a race car driver, really. Like there's there's either motorsport or rugby, and um, you know I was lucky to be one of those things. So I definitely wasn't going to be an all black. But right. yeah, I certainly feel you know that uh, you know the all blacks is a it's a tradition for us, and we're so passionate about it. So yeah, I mean, I, mean, I know they played in I think Chicago not long ago here in America, and they had a massive crowd, which is you know awesome for the sport of rugby. Yeah, it's it's incredible with the All Blacks and the rugby championships they've won over the over, what the rugby championships. It's not that old; it might be thirty years old, and they've come in and just clean freaking house with the yeah. all, with the All Blacks. And we talk about how badass our NFL ballers are, but if you watch those dudes, holy smokes! I'd yeah. need a, I'd need a tank to take those guys on in, in, a, in a back <laughs> they're, alley. They're big boys, and they, without the pads and stuff, they have a big crack. But I love the NFL football too. I've really really enjoyed all the sports over here too. So, it, but the the rugby, um, you know, they're, they're, it's very unique and, and something that I, I urge all Americans to one day go watch a live game of that because you can literally you sit close enough to the ground and you can mm-hmm. hear the slap like you know <laughs> the bodies together. It's crazy. Scott McLaughlin, IndyCar Series pilot for Roger Penske, joining us here in the Freak Nation. Buddy, thanks for doing this. 
No worries. Thanks for having me, guys. It was awesome. Awesome. See you, buddy. Have fun today. Right. Have, have a good one. See ya. You know, he's one of those guys that you could just see him palling around with Will Power and starting oh. a comedy team. Oh. Holy smokes. 